0: This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at PlacestoBe Nation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world.
1: All this time, brother, everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz gonna be here? Papa Fritz is here.
0: number seven, a WCCW review. I'm with Johnny. Johnny, how you doing, man? Doing great. And I'm with the one, the only, the mass marauder, Kelly Nelson. <laughs> Kelly, how you doing?
1: Uh,
2: I'm great. Thank you for that uh, introduction. Do hey, I get a nickname? Johnny, the mass marauder. Cool.
0: Hey, he might pop up on world-class championship. <laughs> yeah. 1982 at some point. Uh, and here today we get Mark Lorenz. With Alma Drill
1: great yeah,
0: smile, trying <laughs> to be uh, charismatic on, on commentary with uh with uh, with Mark Lawrence. What mm-hmm. what uh Johnny, what do you think of this pairing on this uh, well show? I think
1: well we'll see this throughout this the show, but God bless Al Madrill, he's trying, God bless him. He he's, really he, is. He's giving it he's trying. He's excuse me. He's the the best that they've had yet. Yeah. Now, apparently, Dusek will eclipse that, uh, um, that you were talking yeah. about. Yeah. But, I uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I know what, I'm, I'm willing to bet you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> you the know? bar
1: yeah. isn't very high. At the you know, know like not, like,
2: and, What do you think of Midrille here, Kelly? Well, I like Johnny. I thought, I thought Midrille was the best of the, the guest color commentators by far. Cause he's actually, you know, trying. He, he's trying, but he's, he knows, how to, you know, talk people into the building. Like, he you know, he has like a, so. a clear plan of attack on commentary. Yes, yes.
1: He, he, he knows how, but it's, 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 he knows how it's the execution.
2: Right. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not like the most charismatic guy, but he's got a clear, you know, goal in mind of, of, of building matches, especially his feud with mm-hmm. uh, Dusik and, oh, yeah. and going over that again and again and again. So yeah, he's, 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 um, yeah, he's a pro in that respect, and
1: he's also got a great painted-on shirt. Uh, painted-on shirt? Dude, get the fuck out of my head. I wrote Drill in his painted-on shirt. Holy shit. Yeah, I
0: was more I, – I, I couldn't get past the fake smile at the end, like, you know.
1: <laughs> he's on television.
0: I mean, it's just like it was so put on. Like, you know he doesn't actually like the smile,
1: and he had to do it here because he's a baby face. Uh, no, and no, I he wants baby, too. He wants this gig. So, you know, he's watching the competition. He's like, go out there, smile for the people.
0: <laughs> and, well, we opened up with a hot, hot match. Probably the wow. best one we've seen so far, Kelly, right?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: McGraw versus Jose Lothario. And I, I can say, I thought this was McGraw's best match I've ever seen him in. Yep. And, and this is like one of those Jose matches where you people, these are like the type of stuff that builds on his legacy of being a great worker. Yeah. what were your thoughts here man
2: well i was I was pleasantly surprised because I wasn't expecting much anymore you know uh, we haven't seen um, uh, anything resembling you know something you would recommend to somebody and then this comes out of nowhere uh, and you guys of course praised Lothario huge on space city and and this I think was you know we're seeing some pretty uh pretty choice uh, Lothario here just comes out swinging you know, out of control brawl right from the get-go into the crowd within seconds. Uh, Slugfest, you know, I I wasn't sure how long this was going to go. And then they're back into the crowd again. I was chanting ECW, 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 (laughs) uh, chairs, you know, I I, I expected blood. I mean, I was like, wow, how far is this going to go? I thought both of them were going to get busted open. Um, Unfortunately, we didn't get that, but it was still really cool. Um, they just kept brawling like just back to the outside again. Um, and then Madrill, here's where he, he, he shines. He's putting over Jose as a former brass knuckles champion. And, um, <laughs> which is a title that I've always been fascinated about that. Cause I would read about it in the old magazines and sometimes they would have like an old article, like a reprint of an old article. And they'd have like a story about the brass knuckles champs. And, you know, I guess it was basically like a hardcore belt back in the day. Yeah, before. they never they, explained yeah. that, though. They never explained that no. in the magazines. No, exactly.
0: Yeah, they, they, they explained it in Houston, on the Houston footage.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Essentially a no-DQ... Uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, basically yeah. every match was a street Well, that's fight. how...
1: I- that's how I learned it was, was watching that because it was something you saw in the magazines, like you say, Kelly, yeah. and then you'd see some versions of it that weren't that crazy. And you're like, why do not there's no brass? Are they supposed to be wearing brass knuckles? And how yeah. does that work? And how does that work in a, 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 a sport where if you get hit with brass knuckles, you're unconscious? <laughs> it didn't make any sense. And it, yeah,
2: it's, it's yeah.
0: true because also, like here, the only other time I saw it defended was in Houston. And now here in world class, I've seen it defend it a lot. But they never really explained that it was no DQ in world class because, A, commentary kind of stunk. Mm. Uh, but, but damn it, but Paul Boston explained it to us in Houston. It's definitely a no DQ, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because, yeah I, yeah, I was always wondering as a kid, I mean, what exactly did it mean? Because they, they faded away, you know, by the mid-'80s. They were all gone. Yeah. You know, I think Florida had a brass knucks title, Texas. Uh yeah it was a southern type thing for sure, but uh, but that's cool. Um, yeah, and then of course Bugsy pulled out a foreign an object and then clobbers Jose with it for the pin. Uh, Bronco uh, didn't come off very good here as a referee. Basically, he watched the whole thing transpire and end and didn't do oh. anything about it.
1: Well, oh, come on, he was letting everything else go.
2: That's true. I mean, it's it it basically what. Wo- yeah, it w- was it an ODQ
1: match? No, it wasn't.
0: Right. No, Brass brass Knuckles' title is an ODQ match. But belt. it
1: wasn't for but the it, title. Yeah,
2: I don't think it was a Brass Knuckles match.
1: It wasn't a Brass Knuckles match, which Al yeah. tries to explain why oh, this I is thought, happening. Yeah, I
2: thought Bugsy had the belt.
1: No, no, no. Uh,
2: okay. Bugsy had the American belt
1: at one point, but uh, yeah, he had just lost the American belt. Yeah,
2: yeah maybe
0: that's okay. I, I I thought he had the brass knuckles
1: belt. No, no they no. did say they did say on commentary that Bugsy has just lost the America's belt to Kerry Von Eric. So, you know, you yeah. heard belts. And... all the
0: talk of the brass knuckles belt coming right? Well
2: uh, I think it was yeah, because it was such an out of control brawl, I think Madrill Oh, yeah, I just got confused then.
1: Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay, well I'll tell you what Al did real quick, which is while we're talking about it. So again, this thing is out of control. It's fucking awesome. It's out of control. It's like nothing you you see. And the referee's not doing anything about this. And at one point, Al thinking on his feet, I imagine he's he try he's trying to explain that the reason this is happening is because Jose is the Brass Knuckles champion, or he's been in many former. Brass Knuckles. He, he even was
2: said, a former champion.
1: A former, yeah. actually. Yeah. He's a former Brass Knuckles champion. He's been in so many of them mm. that it's just nature to go that way. It still doesn't really explain why it's happening, but he tries. And so it's confusing. So if it's all coming together with this commentary, I can see where you're like, what? <laughs> It could, he, but Al, God bless him, is trying to explain to the people uh, watching on TV why why is this allowed? This is supposed to not be allowed, and he's trying to come up with a reason why on the fly. And uh, so that's what it is.
0: What do you start star rating to give it, Kelly? I went three on it. Okay. I went, I went three and a quarter. I thought it was a really fun brawl. They fight all over the arena, and uh, you see McGraw. I loved how McGraw slams Jose into the wall. Oh man! They were over the they were sporting door. Dude, they hit the, the door. door, and then he brings them later into like the the post that's holding up the the arena, and they slam him into that. Just really chaotic, and mm-hmm. I I really like the finish of it because I like the baby things losing. And he gives him a reason because he got cheated mm-hmm. and he should, and should go out and want revenge and want like a build to a no-DQ match or right. something. Yeah, uh, totally. Uh, which, which I thought Al was trying to get over, too, in the commentary. Uh, mm. I, I I loved it. I gave it three and a quarter. By far the best match we've seen so far on, this, on the uh, footage we watched here. Mm-hmm. This match wasn't available to us on the Death Valley Driver watch. So, it never got watched for the set. I would I feel very comfortable with saying I feel this this is a match I would have made the set uh, if, uh, if we were had the footage if it was available to us at the time of uh, of the world class watch. I, I feel very comfortable with that
1: uh,
0: statement because this is a damn good brawl and uh, and I, this is by far. Have you guys ever seen a better Bugsy McGraw match?
1: No, of course not.
2: No, I've no. Not hardly seen any, but I mean, it's so. I love, true. I
1: love Bugsy McGraw based on his character, and yeah. I've seen him have some around this time period stuff that you know, that didn't stink too bad. This yeah. is great.
0: Yeah, like for me, his best thing was being Jimmy Valley's partner uh, in the yeah. at, at times in the you know the yeah uh, I love Bugsy that shit. That never yeah. ended. Uh, but for the most part, <laughs> yeah, Bugsy is is the character who. Yeah, you want him to eat up some of your hour of watching your week-to-week television type of thing, but uh, you don't know, give a shit you ever see him wrestle in here. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, I, I never knew he could bring it like this, and uh, yeah. mm-hmm. and he did. And uh, <laughs> The other thing I really loved was uh, where uh, Jose gra- uh, grabbed Bugsy by the beard <laughs> and just tugged on
1: it. I <laughs> absolutely mm-hmm. loved that spot. <laughs> uh, uh, really good stuff. Uh, and that leads us to the next oh, hold, on, hold, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I did have a few other things besides the Al thing. So oh, I'm sorry. Real quick. So, uh, uh, first of all, before the awesome match, Rinelli. And I can hear Rinelli. And the first thing he does is fuck up and calls him Superstar Jose Lothario. Yeah,
2: Superstar. Where's the Grand Wizard? Uh, where's the tie-dye shirts?
1: Uh, uh, or he's, no, he's Super Sock. Yeah. Super yeah, Sock. Know. Not Superstar, you dummy. Uh He's well, like he did have a it. legendary feud with uh, Superstar Graham, so... Hey, well, I, don't, I doubt Rinelli was getting that fact mixed I don't up with this. Yeah, I
0: don't think he was giving <laughs> a deep cut at all. Gotcha. He
1: stinks. <laughs> Insulting the Superstar. Who then, because on this footage so far, we've been saying, like, hey, Jose just doesn't, looks like he doesn't want to fucking be there. Yeah. And I'll uh, and, and lead up to somebody goes, Jose versus Bugsy? You know, two guys I love. And and then, boom, I'm like, holy shit! And again, into the crowd, and into the door, the tin door shack, boom. Uh, uh, he, she's a, Bugsy hits a Jose with a chair, and Lorenz says, with equal concern for both the chair and Jose, he goes, Lothario goes down and so does the chair. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they get to talk about money. And is another thing Al keeps trying to do that I also appreciate because I complained that they were complaining that all Bundy wants is money. He he's going on something about he's putting out because like, money is fine. They're talk about Bundy. Money is fine. Of course wanting money, money is fine, but but Bundy sold out to Gary Hart for the money. That's the issue here. And I was like, that's good. <laughs> that, that's very good. And and then Al says when Bugsy's digging into his trunks, he uh he has a Freudian slip and says that Bugsy is digging into his, I mean digging into his trunks, which <laughs> was unfortunate. And in describing what he pulled out of the trunks, uh, they're like, I oh, think it was that was that some sort of foreign object, Al. And Al goes, well, some of the fans are saying it was a piece of steel. I was like, <laughs> he must be an amazing lip reader or have super hearing. <laughs> <laughs> But he's trying, and I, I can't say enough about this match, Pete. You're absolutely right. I'm like, the, the, of course, this is the best Bugsy McGraw match I've ever seen. But goddamn, Jose could even here when he wants to can still bring it. He's amazing.
0: Yeah, you bring up something interesting here. One, I think these guys have a history of feuding in Florida, okay. so they might have, uh, you know, brought it. <laughs> what, excuse me.
1: Ooh. I'm sorry, I coughed.
0: Oh, okay. Where I think they, you know, sometimes when you have that old familiar opponent where you've feuded for a long time and have had previously, maybe have had really good matches, they're able to put it back on Mm -hmm. and bring it to a different territory. I feel that's kind of like it was here. And you kind of hear uh, about how sometimes you're not getting a major push that you're just, you know, you're just kind of going through the motions. And here in world class, I'm not saying that Jose's going through the motions, but, you know, there's no one... Besides the Von Erichs, and I'd say Bundy and Kabuki, no one's really getting a push in the promotion. It seems like am I right? I and mean, an Alba drill to a uh, to an extent maybe, but it just kind of seems like everyone's on the same level. And then there's the Von Erichs, and and their big feud or the the big foes are the Kabuki and 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 uh, Bundy right now. And then mm-hmm. everyone else is there to to prop them up. So. I think maybe it's just hard to get motivated uh, well, to go and work hard when you know you're just you don't have any real upward mobility in the promotion. You know? You
1: know, it, it's like when you see—I was saying this when they at the beginning of the show they uh, list—they're listing all the matches you're going to see that on the show and you're like, this is all the same guys. It's all Every single time it's all the same guys in various mixes yeah. and there's not a lot of them. And then there's the Von Erics, you know, and, and, and Gary Hart and whoever's with him. But yeah, so you're absolutely right. I, I just like wonder, like did Fritz go, Hey, I want a big brawl or did fucking Jose just take Bugsy aside and said, fuck this, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think,
0: I think you had on the right on the second part. And that's the other thing you got to remember about WCCW is they really always ran a small tro- troop of people, maybe fourteen people. Were usually in the roster, yeah, I, uh, I,
1: I I I estimated between twelve and fourteen. So I think you're dead on.
0: Okay, and the history was they'd have big shows on the weekends, but in, in, George, in Jim Cornette's like scrapbook, you know, one of the things they, do, they did they did a lot or they do little two-hour shows where it would, they'd do four matches, and one would be a captain's match where they'd have, like, uh, it would be the Midnight Express versus the Fantastics, and then uh, they'd have whatever the main event would be, and then maybe uh, Tommy Rogers would work Bobby Eden as an underneath match. So that would give you your, your three or four matches on mm. the show, and mm. that's what they do, do, uh, like, Tuesday through Thursday on these spot shows and stuff. So they didn't have to keep a huge roster.
1: <laughs> Imagine you're at that show. Well, like, okay, yeah, yeah, why? It's, it's,
0: it's weird. Yeah, WCCW history of the middle of the week where they were, you know, they they only, you know, only selling a hundred tickets or two hundred tickets, but they were still. This is even during the the, the hot days so of. Mm-hmm. They do that a lot with the freebirds. They bring in, <laughs> Kevin to face. Michael and Buddy and you get a tag match and then you get two singles matches and then you have one other match on the card and then you know and they'd have four matches out of having yeah. like six people would um, it make
1: more would it I, make more sense would it make more sense to do the two single matches first and then do the tag, the well, tag
0: I, 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 that's I'm just saying that's so what they did the, the main event was the tag match
1: oh it was I thought you were yeah. saying that they did the main the tag first and then those
0: no no no, nah, I mean, I, I mean, okay. they might have, but but that's pretty much what it was.
1: Oh, that makes more sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then leave this leads us into Bill Irwin versus Richard Blood. Oof! Any 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 uh, hot takes, Kelly? <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> maybe. Uh, well, this is where I noted the crazy old lady in the red uh, with the cowboy oh. hat at ringside, and how yeah, she's been a, a fixture now at the sportatorium. We need to come Give up her with name? yeah, she needs yeah, a name. And then, so she can be a reoccurring character, a la a- uh, Super Eight on Titan. Miss <laughs> <She's laughs> our- Eight. Yeah, <laughs> M- Miss Eight. Yeah, or Texas Eight or something. Yeah, oh. um, we'll 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 work on. We'll that. think of something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. This was where Madril uh, was really um, going into overdrive. Yeah, it was with uh, Irwin that he was pushing a. A feud. Um, I was saying, I uh, sick before, but yeah, he really uh, keeps going on and on and about it. This was another, um, you know, well, we've seen, like I said, a million of these. It seems already. Um, Irwin dominated most of the match. Blood got a, he got a, all right comeback with some near falls, and then there was a backbreaker spot that went tor- ter- terribly <laughs> awry,
1: tragically wrong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where basically the ropes ended up breaking uh breaking uh was it blood's back i guess I don't know it, Ouch. yeah it it got totally screwed up and yeah not not much of a match uh at all
0: yeah, you know I will say uh I, the more Richard blood I watch uh and so this is really the extent of what we've seen all I've seen Richard blood is what we watched so far here. I buy more into it each and every week. Uh, your Bugsy McGraw comparison—I I, I saw a lot of Bugsy here in him, uh, not Bugsy, but a uh, quick Rick McGraw. I'm sorry, a uh, quick <laughs> Rick McGraw, where yeah. I see a little bit more more of that that you brought up a few weeks back, Kelly. You know?
2: Yeah, he's he's small. He's he's. I mean, he's he's good looking. He's got a decent body. He's a, a fine worker, but yeah, he's he's held back by his size, and um, yeah. Very similar.
1: Spike Huber <laughs> was the other one. Yeah. He's also dedicated to his fans because he was over there signing some autographs for the few people who wanted them. And when they announced his name, he just puts up one finger like a yo and goes back to sign <laughs> autographs. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and, Can't keep the fans waiting.
1: He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, so Al on Madrid. Actually, Al is talking about. Okay, so. Bill won that belt from Al, but Dusick cheated, so what Al's actually putting forth is a feud with Dusick right now uh, throughout this. Uh, He's like, yeah, I want him, but I want him more. Uh, And throughout, he's being very family friendly, but he leads off with, and this man over here, he's going to pay, and he's going to pay with his blood. And then Mark is like, oh, it's very interesting, Al. (laughs) And He's putting over the Chauncey thing to the point of, I want to kill him. Stop it. He just nods that he's calling him Chauncey. He's pointing it out. He's going on and on about Chauncey. Uh, And the spinning full Nelson looked pretty cool. I'm always a mark for the spinning full Nelson, no matter who's doing it. They're talking about this uh, kabuki carry match that's – going to be shown, and he keeps saying taped, and taped, like, that's something to be excited about, this taped show match, um, and Bill <laughs> Bill Erwin wins with a uh, diving kind of splash yeah. off the top rope, yeah. and, uh, and the dude was, uh, Blood was... Like Very far away, I thought. I was like, how is Wild Bill Irwin going to get that far? And he wouldn't have if he didn't have that hair. <laughs> because that's what got him. He covered everything. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this wasn't good.
0: Well, then we lead this to a Bugsy McGraw interview. Well, what he takes here, Johnny?
1: I adored this. This was tremendous. Because this is what real crazy people sound like. Uh He's going on about why he is what he is, I guess. And he's bringing up that he hates his wife and his kids and his boss. And I was like, well, his boss is Fritz. So <laughs> there's some realism in this goddamn promo. And and then he uh, starts talking about you're going to be in a battle, with, whether it's with Godzilla or it's with your wife, and it's going to be, and I'm just like, this is what cr- real crazy people who sit on the back of a city bus sound like. So I'm all in on Bugsy McGraw. What
2: about you, Kelly? Yeah, I'm starting to come around on Bugsy. I, my first impression uh, from a few episodes ago was, you know, mm. But now with the the big match with uh, Jose and then this promo, he's you a know, pretty good raving madman uh, promo here. Um, and he's only 36 or 37 years That's old. That's so.
1: insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. That's a 36-year-old man.
2: Yeah, that's that's my main note. <laughs> yeah, I, I,
0: I it's love... it has got to be that wife, wife of his. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just no way he's that age. I mean, there's just no I, is that way. That can't be
2: true. <laughs> According to wrestling data, he, uh, that was his age.
0: I mean, he looks Holy older shit. than Johnny. I mean, he uh, there's you, no fucking way. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. He, there's
0: no way. Um, uh, he looks what, he's 48? Come on. <laughs> I, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm all in, too, on the promo. I, I thought McGraw was fantastic here, and I absolutely loved it. I loved that. Uh, he got crazy over. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey,
0: pro wrestling announcer Kevin Kelly here. I want to make sure you are all subscribed to all the great feeds here at Place to Be Nation. It's really easy to do. Just head to iTunes or your preferred podcatcher app today. And search and subscribe to the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed, which, of course, includes the full archives of the Kevin Kelly Show, the Place to Be Nation pod feed, and the Pro Wrestling Only feed. Subscribe, listen, and then rate us and leave feedback today. And be sure to give Justin your true thoughts. I mean, don't hold back. After all, he
4: is kind of a jerk. Just listen to Scott. Place to Be Nation's J.T. zero and Chad Campbell here. We want to let you know that we have a ton of great podcasts available to you on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Placetubation.com. And we offer those to you on three great feeds. On the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed, we bring you the Mothership, the original Place to Be podcast, as well as main event to Lucha Afterground and our monthly pay-per-view reaction shows, as well as the Our Vantage Point podcast and Jeff Learns Wrestling. In addition to these full-length shows, we also deliver quick hit pod
3: blasts on topics old and new. Over on the Pro Wrestling Only feed, we dive deep inside the wrestling business with a stacked army of experts leading the way. The feed features potpourri shows such as This Week in Wrestling, Greetings from Allentown, Psychology is Dead, Puro Puri, Stacy and Elliot's Bogus Journey, and the Military Industrial Suplex. We also have shows that focus intently on certain topics like Letters from Center Stage, Space City, and NWA Classics On Demand Adventure, Through the Years, Strong Style History, Strong Style Story, and Mount Olympus. Plus, The Feed has the full archives of legendary shows like Titans of Wrestling, Where the Big Boys Play, Letters from K-Fabe, and much more. And on our popular Place to Be Nation pop podcast feed, we offer such great shows as the Glenn Butler Podcast our Spectacular, Rank and File, PTBN Dadcast, Go Home in a Box, NBA Team, and Lucha Undead, as well as a vertible podcast heaven for comics fans with the Hard Traveling Fanboys, Sellers Points, Todd Weber's Conversation, Geek and Sassy, and Imaginary Stories Podcasts.
4: You can find all these current shows plus archives of our past podcasts, including The Kevin Kelly Show, as well by subscribing to all of our feeds on iTunes. And while there, be sure to rate and leave feedback as well. All of these shows, plus others, available on Placemination.com, where we cover pro wrestling, sports, movies, comics, plus in-depth stretch projects and more. Be sure to support our site by using Placemanation.com backslash Amazon when shopping online, and download our free PTB Vintage Vault Refresh eBooks via the links on our site. We also want to thank our friends at Bonehead's Wing Bar in West Warwick, Rhode Island and Fall River, Massachusetts, TheHistoryOfWrestling.com and Scott Keats' blog of Doom. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr as well. Placemination.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world,
1: is it like that, is it the King
0: Kong Bundy versus Quick—what is it, Quick Lightning, Leone. Um,
2: uh, Grease God, Lightning. Grease Lightning. <laughs> I'll have to go back in my notes.
1: <laughs> I've already forgotten. Was <laughs> that
2: memorable? Lightning, da da da. Flash of lightning.
0: Flash uh, of well, lightning, Leon. What you make of this one, Kelly?
2: Uh, let's see, against Bundy, um, well, we got Jose out to challenge McGraw to a street fight right off the bat, and then yep. Bundy, of course, yells at him to speak English, um, because oh. oh. <laughs> he's a bad guy now.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, all, dude, all he needed was a red MAGA hat, and it would fit right in.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, he got heat on it for, uh, you yeah. know. Yeah,
2: and that maybe plants a seed, of course, for a future... Uh, program. I'm not sure if that's a... Direction. That's
1: hilarious that that got heat there then. <laughs> <They> were...
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if that's a direction they go, but uh, maybe it is. And, I mean... Pff.
1: You know, Stephen Graham would be very upset with that. Oh. It's very cheap heat and it's not nice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe he can start a short-lived podcast about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey hey I sets him up Kelly knocks him out <laughs> Anyway back to the match um
2: another it was pretty much a squash I mean poor poor Leon he's uh he's been fodder for pretty much everybody in in the seven episodes we've watched um I I, I think Bundy does though uh, leave his feet too much at this point he hasn't really figured out how to wrestle like a big man yet, I don't think, because he takes a lot of bumps uh, that really he doesn't need to. Um,
0: yeah, I think he's proud of those bumps, tell you the truth, at a young age, right quick, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, they're good bumps, but yeah, I just uh, for his for the, the aura he's trying to project, I don't think he needs to take bumps oh,
0: to, no, I would, to yeah, job, guys. Right. a little too much.
2: But,
1: yeah. but I think, Pete, I think to your point right. that when you say he's proud of that, I think you're absolutely right, because He's trying to show that he can work. Yes. You know, and uh, yeah. that that's being that young in the business. Like, look, me, look what I can do for a guy my size. And then someone has to take him aside and goes, you don't have to do that. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's kind of like the Cactus Jack book or Nick Foley book where they say, man, that's a great looking bump. But should he be taking the same bumps for Ray Odyssey as you're saying or as you're doing for Jeff Jarrett? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, it mm-hmm. should be.
0: Are you taking why are you taking the same bumps for Fritz von Erich as you are for 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 for. Uh, Rampagando, Leon.
1: Leon, you know exactly, exactly.
0: So if he's going to use those bumps. Save it for the big guys, not for the underneath guys.
2: Yeah.
0: What'd you make of the match, Johnny?
1: Um. Oh, let's see here. So yeah, we already talked about that. Uh So who? Uh, I, I, I get yeah. Here's an outline. I have to think of who said this. They're talking about the possibility of whether or not the underdog can win. The little guy can win. And Al says, well, just look at David and Goliath. It's possible. That's your reference? <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, they mentioned again that Bundy double-crossed the Von Ericks. Again, fuck you on that point. I, I, that annoys me. But and one of the and Now, this is apparently uh, something bad about King Kong Bundy that, again, I don't understand. They're talking about how much he's into money, just money, 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 and uh, I can't remember if it was Lorenz or Al who, <laughs> probably Al, who's talking about like reading the newspaper. And Bundy would come in, and the first part of the yeah. newspaper he'd go to, not the funnies, not the sports, like a real man, but to the um, the money market section. It's you know, look at that—that's all he cares about. He just goes right. To, he didn't even read Peanuts. Right to the money market fucking section. That's all that guy cares about. I'm like, that just sounds like the actions of an intelligent, well-read man. Have you ever tried to read the stock page? I can't. (laughs) King Kong Bundy can. Uh. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, that's it for this. It wasn't – Bundy looks awesome young. uh, The point you made, Pete, was absolutely correct.
0: But I, 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 you know, I, I did. I enjoyed the Lothario challenge of McGraw, and I enjoyed the, the old Bundy uh, about the Spanish angle, talking, making, speaking Spanish.
1: Mm-hmm. He's he like Jose didn't fucking kick his
0: ass. But I, you know, I, I like the match a little bit more than you guys did. I really liked the big man, little man aspect of it, where I thought when Bundy was on offense, I thought he looked really good, and I liked the cat and mouse where. Where Leon was constantly running and trying to use his speed to one up Bundy, so I actually liked the the the, uh, the story they were telling you know, a little bit more than you guys. Where I I saw a little bit more than just a squash, um, and I thought Bundy was great here. I mean, yeah, yeah, he was doing a little too much. I I agree, but but man, you were showing showing like yeah, he, the guy can work and mm-hmm.
1: uh, and his, oh, his, his, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the match. Don't get me wrong, I, I enjoyed the match, uh, but. Uh... We just, we got off on that, you know, what you should do thing, you know, but yeah. it, again, again, he's a haircut away from getting it, you know, so enjoy it <laughs> while it lasts.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I enjoyed the match enough where I gave it two and a half stars and I thought it was, oh, again, wow. one of our better matches we've seen. Uh, oh, oh uh, that's true. <laughs> uh, on the Sting, I think it might be, I think it's definitely in the top three or four we've seen. Oh, me, uh, yes. Uh, of it. <laughs> Well, it's not a good match that comes up next, but it's oh, Gary Von Eric versus Armand Hussein <laughs> Kelly. What what what's going on here?
2: Uh Oof. um. And,
0: well, and, and, and what trope happens?
2: What trope happens? <laughs> um, well, Hussein's half of the tag team champs. I'm not sure who the other half is at this point. Um, anybody?
0: <laughs> I thought it was uh, what should we call it? Uh, Uh, the uh, the, wow, gosh, Dick Murdoch's cousin, Killer Tim Brooks. Killer Tim Brooks? Yeah, that's true. You're right.
2: I forgot about Tim Brooks. Yes, that's probably it. Um, I thought Kerry was pretty good here, selling. Uh, His offense looks really good. And then um, we get Kabuki in, and then Madrill. Oh yes, here's the trope: the 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 guest color commentator has to leave the booth, and (laughs) we get to see his super tight painted on shirt and also his spiffy blue bell bottoms um to make the save god he's just so 70s Al.
0: he's so sweat hog ish you
2: know <laughs> he's like the sweat hog that
0: got, put, like, got laid back he got a uh, uh, he never graduated
2: from
0: yeah something
2: he hasn't graduated from 1979 <laughs> no. I don't know if he ever will.
0: Swan Epstein's
1: older brother. <laughs> yeah, he he went he he had Mr. Connor first. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he um, had he had Mr. Whitman or whatever the fuck is it. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Gary Hart took a couple bumps here, which was kind of yeah. surprising. Yeah. he... The the uh, book on him is usually that he was hand, you know he couldn't touch him hardly, so uh, that was interesting to see. Yeah, I mean the crowd was hot for this. I mean they love their alma yep. drill. Oh,
0: and, and they, they love Carrie too, I
2: guess. Yeah, <laughs> A and it
0: hurt that he's just saving
1: the the, the, <laughs> the, the star of the promotion. Uh, hold, hold, hold on, a, hold a second, Kelly. I I just have to interrupt you. The the, the Gary Hart bumps happen in the next match.
2: Oh really? Oh, I have a <laughs> yeah. note that they took. Well, I, I think it's in both though. Well, I have a note uh, that he took a bump in this one.
1: I don't. Was Gary Hart even there for the Hussein Yeah, match? I don't think he was there for this one. No. Uh,
2: well, Kabuki interfered. I think Hart gets into this. Yeah, because there was a big melee at the end with Madril and. Kabuki and heart I, mean, no, I okay, guess I'm thinking about... So.
0: I remember heart bumping in the, in the silent yeah. footage.
2: Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, he, he bumps at anyway. some point. Sorry. And it's surprising.
1: I got, I got confused. I'm sorry. Um, Johnny. Uh, real, yeah, real quick. Uh, yeah, this is the first time they've used modern-day warrior, which I've always liked that. They called Carrie the modern-day warrior. Uh, they mentioned that Hussein's <laughs> very religious... And uh, very proud, and he gets mad at the fans when they make fun of him about that. (laughs) Who wouldn't? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And then to show his religion, he does the camel walk. That's stupid. I'm like, I know that's not part of Islam. That's at all the camel walk. Uh, And he's got the pointy shoes. Now, I don't know what you actually call them but I know you don't call them rhino-nose shoes. <laughs> they call them rhino-nose. Oh, he's wearing those right. Rhin- and then, no, Al says elephant shoe, and then they go back to rhino shoe. Uh, finally, Kabuki comes in, Al to the rescue, and that part of it, they have a fun brawl. And you're right, Kelly, and now that I think about it. He's, yeah, Al, he's in there, and so I apologize about that. Uh, he does take a few... Uh, you know, the bumps he could take, but you know, I think it's just that in the next match, we see him do some stuff that I was like, whoa, yeah, that, right. I think that's what got me thinking that way, so I'm sorry about the confusion.
0: Apologies, yeah, I have nothing okay. to add to this thing. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what, what about uh, Carrie Von Kabuki, silent highlights? What do you make of this one there, uh, Kelly?
2: Uh, this was interesting because this was from San Antonio, so we got a totally different crowd. Um, and when we cut into the footage, the crowd looks like it's about to riot. Um, there's no barriers at all. It's one of those, you know, they're out on the, the wrestlers spill to the outside. You know, fans are getting a little bit too close. You just, you know, it kind of feels like anything could happen. Um, this would have been a hot match. Carrie and Kabuki. Uh, yeah, we didn't. They didn't give us much. I mean, they hyped this to the moon. And then we end up getting <laughs> the closing minutes of course.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <But it's... laughs> Two shows they hide this.
2: Yeah, exactly. It was like, wow, we we're getting highlights of fucking WrestleMania or something here, but
1: Yeah, you know, normally
0: it feels like they would have like the wrestler talk over this footage.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. because
0: it's Carrie. I mean, they don't want to fucking do that for 3 minutes. So, uh, no, they no go or silent round
1: instead. <laughs> or, or Pete and they was would... Because it, it said that it had the, the film stock look. And maybe it would have maybe a Gordon Soley who's talking about what happened that yes. night at the matches with this footage. But no, they don't do that.
0: No, world class is – yeah, no, that doesn't happen.
2: <laughs> uh. Yeah, it wasn't much. We saw – like it's it's continuing the, the story with the Kabuki and the Von Ericks, and then Bundy got involved. Um, yeah, Fritz, of course gets involved so, yeah, but it was interesting to see something different, like a different uh um, oh um arena different setting um did they run San Antonio a lot? Every now
0: and then hmm so because it, they considered Blanchard it was like an outlaw promotion
2: okay, so they just didn't respect him at all and they just
0: yeah for a while and then okay. they, they're having and they also were having uh in 82, this is, like, right when a World, world Class was provided to Houston uh, a talent right. up to, like, 1982. Uh, and I think it might have been January, February, March, April. Yeah, see, this is right around it. I think it was, like, May of 82 was when uh, Southwest started pro- uh, providing the talent to Houston. Mm. And they quit using uh, World Class as, like, the main,
2: uh, yeah. uh, whatever
0: the... How technical booking office name was right, and so there was uh, so now I think Fritz was pissed because that's a that's a payday he's not getting a percentage of Houston and he's losing out paydays for his sons and everybody right, and uh, and so I think they're going into San Antonio uh, like as a fuck you to Blanchard at this point.
2: That's
1: interesting. Yeah,
2: I, Yeah. I, I I don't know a lot about Texas history to be honest with you.
1: Uh, Get get your hands on, anyway, the transcript. It's all out there. I think I might have it, and I can send it to you. I'm sure Pete does. But the Gary Hart book goes into detail about it. Right.
2: Yeah, I've read that. It was was quite a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, that's right. That's where he does explain how it was all at one point united, and then slowly they all broke apart into their own kingdoms or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so then it was like a year of Southwest, and they did good business right off the bat in Houston, but then it tailored off and then finally they uh hooked up with uh, Bill Watts and then uh right. Bosh had the had his biggest houses of all of his of his pretty much his entire run was right. uh, during the Bill Watts era mid south.
2: Mm hmm Oh, it's all very
1: interesting.
0: Yeah, what do you what do you make of how the, these uh clips there, Johnny?
1: Yeah, well real quick but it just occurred to me. Uh, back to what you're, you're just talking about. Uh, it's, it, it, it's, uh, totally understandable. And I just, I just got it. If you have a state the size of Texas where wrestling is popular, you're going to have territories like that many territories in one state mm-hmm. that, that come in and that are doing whatever. I mean, you don't see that many in other states. Yeah, oh, God, know, No. You know, no, but that that so that's I'd love for uh, uh to to read more about how that worked. I think well, that's Well, if you fascinating. think about
0: it, you had the you had Amarillo. Yeah. Um you had world class. You had Southwest. Yeah. You had uh 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 the Guerreros Houston. running El Paso.
2: Right. Bosch. Yeah, and Bosch
0: in Houston.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a, I mean, that was a lot of freaking, and uh, Bill Watts because I mean, I know it's based out of uh, Louisiana, but they ran Texas too. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you're
0: great. right. I mean, that's a lot of a uh, mm-hmm. lot of different. I mean, it's, uh, Texas is a huge state, you know.
1: Yeah, it's fast. I think I find it fascinating because it's not something that's part of wrestling lore. You know, it's you gotta dig into. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, there uh, might have
0: been, when you think about it, there might have been 20 territories about right. or give or take about it at the time, and five of them were in Texas.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Um, So here's the thing. I was like, God, why is there no sound in this? Because what there is here, I thought looked awesome. I thought this looked great. I'm like, Gary looked fired up. Kabuki looked great Gary Hart is getting attacked by Fritz von Eric and getting thrown into a post sorta and then selling his broken neck and uh, everything like looking at Fritz like I can't believe you put your fucking hands on me maybe he did. I don't know but no it's all part of the show but uh, and then Bundy interfering and, and costing uh, uh, Carrie the win and stuff. I thought all of this looked amazing. And I'm we okay, if there's no sound, that's fine. But they chose, instead of what we talked about, like, you know, have, you know, even have Mark Lorenz describe what happened that night. But no, they have Mark Lorenz call it as if he's there. <laughs> and it's, it's terrible. Like, something happens. He goes, the fans roar with approval. <laughs> what? No. I. It, 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 yeah, it looks that way, but you don't. This is ruining this. And uh, but at the end, uh, Fritz takes a fucking beating, which uh, you could tell the crowd's going ape shit. And uh, but God, I, A, I wish we could hear it. Yeah. Uh, B, I I wish they'd done something different. I still recommend watching it because you know turn you know turn the sound down. Just turn the sound out and watch it silent. It's it's pretty awesome. I'd love to have the whole thing, but what we got's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I mean it was a really strong segment that was just mishandled on how to present it. And yeah. uh, it could have been so much, it could have mattered, made uh, so much it, it, the impact could have been so much more, let's put it that way. The
1: energy, the energy was jumping off the screen as far as the way they're performing. I was like, mm-hmm. this is fucking good. You know, so you're you're absolutely right.
0: Yeah, man. So that's another uh, that's another uh, that's world cast in in the bag right now, uh, Kelly. Man, uh, I thought this might have been the best episode when it came to pure wrestling we got all all so far.
2: Yeah, well, of course, with the Lasario Bugsy McGraw match, which was by far the best match we saw. So yeah, yeah, yeah that that you know kicked off the show on a, on a super high note. Uh, the footage from San Antonio was something different. Yeah, this was, yeah, it was, we were kind of going through like a pattern of seeing a lot of the, you know, the same guys in almost the same matches show after show. So it was nice to get a break from that. And uh, yeah, that, that let's hope we're uh, maybe uh, going to see some, some more interesting stuff in the future. Who knows? Yeah, I mean,
0: I don't want to call it a great episode cuz I mean that that's misleading cause yeah. it was you know, it was good, but yeah. uh but my god, it came across like Oscar winning
1: <laughs> movies compared to
0: some of the stuff we've been mm-hmm. watching. Yeah. What were your takes, Johnny, or uh, take, from? No, no I agree.
1: I agree with everything you, uh, you just said. Uh, God, I wish they'd chosen something different for that final thing that just annoys the shit out of me. Because it, it was like, here's gold. Even if you're just showing the finish and you're fucking what, what the fans on what you're giving them, it, you, you totally mishandled that. It was, it's, uh, it, <laughs> it got on my nerves. But uh, definitely, it, yet, still the best show we've seen so far. So
0: Yeah, Totally. Uh, Kelly, man, you have anything you want to talk about coming up for
2: you? Uh, well, like last time, uh, well, look out for it soon, folks. Uh, the unreleased DVD review by myself and a mystery guest um, on Mount Olympus. Uh, yeah, the, the recent WWE DVD, 45 big matches. Uh, we won't be going over every single one of them, but we'll we'll go over a choice sampling. Are you going to
0: go over the Machines match?
2: uh, Yes, because that one involves Bobby, uh, the late, great Bobby Heenan. So we thought we'd uh, just do that almost as a mini tribute to Heenan. So, yeah, and it's not a bad match, actually. It it was fun. Hogan's in it. Um, Heenan, of course. Yeah. So look out for that soon, folks. Awesome.
0: Johnny, man, anything you want to talk about? Nope. All right, man, uh, we were probably about a week away from CWF FanCon. Con. Uh, that's also the same weekend of the CWF Rumble. Watch Trevor Lee defend his title in the Rumble. It should be epic. It's going to be a fun time. Come on out, support a great, great uh, promotion, and get get to come out and hang out with a bunch of fans. We're going to have a great time, uh, good food, good people. And we're gonna watch a lot of good wrestling. So, man, if you're in the area, come on out. If you're interested in finding out more, go to CWF FanCon on Twitter. Go to at JB Bryan on Twitter at John Philip Pavage on Twitter uh, and get all the deets. And of course, man, we had a great show. We had a fun show this week, and we'll see you guys next time. Adios.
1: My heartaches and troubles are just up and gone The moment
3: that you come and view And with your hand in mind, dear, I could dance
1: across Texas with you
3: in my arms. Waltz across Texas with you. Like a storybook ending, I'm lost in your charms and I could waltz across Texas with you.